Hello and welcome to another episode of No Holds Barred. Today I'm joined on the line by porn star Shona River. How are you doing, Shona? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm That's... having a fabulous quarantine day. <laughs> um, is that the correct way to refer to your job? Is it porn star? Yes. And you and uh, and that's something you're comfortable with. You don't. There's no um, sort of pejorative nature to it. There, you know, people. You're happy when 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 people ask you, "What do you do for a living?" Is that what you say? Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of what I'm doing. Okay, cool. Uh, how old are you, Shona? I'm 27. Uh, and how long have you been working in the adult industry? Um, four plus one year. I was doing webcam for a year when I was 18 and I'm shooting porn for four years. Um, would you say you're from Hungary originally? Yeah. Did you grow up in Budapest where you are? Yes, I was born and raised, made in Hungary. What, what's, what's Hungary like to grow up in? What, what is it for you? What, how would you describe your, you know, how you grew up for a girl into a woman? In Hungary. Yes, yeah, so Hungary is a kind of like an Eastern European countries. So the the standard of living is a little bit lower and people are not that open minded and don't speak so many languages. Um my background I was born in a in a totally normal family. We are middle class my mom is an intellectual, she has four diploma and she speaks two languages. My dad was a successful um, roving trainer. So my family is like quite regular. Um, we were not rich, but also not poor. Um, we just, they just get me all the essentials, but... Mm. Um, but we didn't have like a luxurious lifestyle, like no exotic holiday or or really expensive clothes but you was so, you was comfortable yeah comfortable but not crazy stuff like have you seen the super sweet 16 uh, the american uh, show yeah mtv i'm aware of it yeah yeah when people get like ferraris even when they are not able to drive <laughs> exactly yeah. so like growing up these things like just inspired me to like achieve more in life mm. than what we have in general in Hungary. Do you think that's an appetite for lots of people in Hungary, or or was that something unique to you? Do people strive uh, for for more? It used to be a communist country, right? Yeah, it is. It was. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people wish for better living, but they don't do much about it. Okay. Um, you mentioned the Hungary in your bio on your website. You mentioned Hungary being a sexual city. Do you, uh, that I, I was I was a little bit confused by that. What? What? Why would? Well, sorry, country. Why would Hungary be a more sexual country than than any other? What was your experiences to make you think that? So as you mentioned, we are coming from the communism, and now we have uh, it's much more open, and we have capitalism now, and. Girls are super hot, and uh, is it, it's a strange country. Like literally, everybody has a friend who is working in the other industry or worked before. Really? Like when I was when I was eighteen, I talked to one of my ex classmates, and I asked like, "Hey, how are you?" And she told me, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I have been working in a webcam studio." I was like, what is webcam? Like, oh, you know, I'm just chat with guys, and after I take off my top, and I get money. Right. So, I mean, was your immediate thought, yes, that's something I'm interested in doing, or did you think that's crazy? Or, or, or how, how, how did you go from hearing that to then doing it? The first reaction, like, wow, that's crazy. Wow, that's awesome. Oh, I'm curious. Mm. And the next day we met and I went to the studio and I checked, what is this? And it was quite fun. She was just chatting and I was sitting in the other side of the couch and nobody saw me. And so it's, oh, it's quite easy and there is nothing bad about it. Mm. What, what, um, 
When you say studio, is it owned by someone else or would she set it up herself? No, it was owned by the, a guy. Okay. Uh, so it's it's quite common that uh, usually people start to do webcoming in a studio and then they realize they don't want um, to have a boss and then they just continue at home. Mm. What what was the relationship like with the boss? Was he kind to the girls that were working there? Um, he was all right, but um, didn't put so much effort in it. Oh, okay. I mean, it it happened to me that I was working there. And he was like 30 minutes late and I couldn't do my job and I was just waiting him to open the flat. So he wasn't professional? Mm, not that much. And... Oh, but the, the fun stuff was, uh, so my first day when I joined to this webcam studio, the boss uh, showed me the girl, like what I'm supposed to do in the chat. Mm -hmm. And he showed me one of my classmates. My current classmates. Right, and it's just so this, funny. <laughs> was it strange? It must have been strange to see, because you're used to her being studious, and then suddenly she's got no clothes on. Actually, I was I was not this surprised because she was always telling me she has a hostess job and she was always going somewhere. So eventually, I was not this surprised. Hmm. And also, when I started shooting porn. Also, one or two of my classmates started as well. So it's it's in in Hungary. It's not uncommon for women to work in the sex industry. Yeah, it's 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 more common than you'd say other countries that you'd mm -hmm. ex you'd experience. Because in the UK, it isn't it's not like I, I I mean I I can't I don't know anyone and not not anyone who's doing it in the open anyhow. Do you know what I mean? It, that if, if people are, then they're doing it in, in, in secret because they might be ashamed of what they're doing or something. But yeah, in, in the UK, it's certainly not something that I've ever come across in terms of people I know. Um, Maybe just your circle is different because yeah. there is this website, uh, Adult Work, and there are so many registered person on it. Uh, would you mean registered to, to offer services? Yeah, just any kind of uh, services. It can be webcam or meetings mm. or dominoes. You mentioned um, that you're a qualified engineer. To what level did you go to university? Uh, I finished my BSc studies. Why? Uh, what, 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 so how did you go from being an engineer to work, working in porn? I think it's more like, how the fuck I finished engineering? <laughs> uh, so I was naturally good at math, and mm -hmm. my mom is an engineer, and she was quite pushy. She believes that uh, I'm going to have a nice future if I continue my studies. So I started university, but I never really liked it. From the first day, I didn't really find my um, classes interesting, and I can I had zero intention to work in an office doing something engineering or office job. Mm. Um, and she was keep saying, "Just do your BSc diploma, and you can do whatever you want after." That was that was the motto. Mm. Well, and, and did she know that you had aspirations to work in the adult industry? Um, <laughs> I like to be open about what I do. And when I told her I was doing webcam, mm. um, she was really, really concerned. So after I decided that I'm going to do porn, I didn't mention it because I didn't want to upset her. Mm. You could understand why she might be concerned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, how how did that transition work? Like, when? It, how easy is it for a girl in Hungary to get into that industry? Is it very easy? How do you find out? What do, What's the process of finding somewhere to 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 perform or or, or a, a a company to work under? How How does it work? Uh, it's really easy. Some people are looking for it, but I think most of the girls are, have been scouted. 
Well, like the agencies have employees who work for them to recruit girls. This is actually how I got into porn. And how did that recruitment process work? Oh, uh, it was quite a dodgy story. Like someone you would expect. Um, I was 23 years old. Mm-hmm. And it was already my third year at university. And the girl approached me on Facebook if I would join to the model agency. And I asked her, it's not webcam, right? And she said, no, no, no. Uh, I went to the casting and they kind of explained to me with flower language. So they told me, yes, we have some uh, fat from photo shoots, but more like topless or artistic nude hmm. and sometimes you have a partner sometimes a girl sometimes a guy and also whenever we take a picture we also record video so that was the casting and they never said the word with the p but yeah. i understand what it was and because um i have been always been attracted to adult work yeah i took it as a sign and meet with um, meet with the agency and i liked it and i started shooting straight away or was it days how, how quickly did you end up working a few days what was it what was it like for you going towards your your first scene like, how, how did you feel? Was, it, was you nervous? Was you excited? Was, what, what was going through your head? I was terrified. Yeah. Because I'm coming from an intellectual family who would not support this, at least from my mom's side. My, my dad was really cool about it. I Actually, I told him like three weeks after. What, it he... was on like a, a usual Monday and... I told him during lunch. He's like, hey, dad, I want to tell you something. He was like, why? Uh, I started shooting porn. And then he didn't say anything. And I asked him, like, you're not going to say any, you're not going to say anything. And then he said, mm, what should I say? I would be more happy if you would do something else. But if you want to do it, do it. Take care of yourself be the best and don't tell this to your stupid mother because she wouldn't understand she knows now though right she knows now yeah how 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 is your relationship it's good she's uh she's 65 so she's from another generation but she's been more understanding now yeah and she she understand i'm happy and it's not a harm of course um, how, how how successful are you? Would you be considered in in the porn industry? Ooh, I, it's I, I, it's can, really hard to say. Well, um, I, I guess in terms of fame, do you get recognised? Uh, you know, it, it, if you was to go on Pornhub, how how many views do your do your videos get? Just so people know that, because people's understanding of what someone who works in porn is it could be down from a girl doing a single scene and hating it to up there with some of the most famous porn stars in in the industry so it's hard to gauge what where where you are without googling and and looking for it so if people haven't done that already i'm sure the vast majority of people listening to this already have googled you but um you know what how, how successful is are you what you know Okay, so based on Pornhub ranking, uh, I am around between 1,200 up to 1,500 usually. How many use? I have no idea. I have, I mean, it was. it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it? I mean, the, 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 you're, you know, you're a well-known, uh, respected porn actress. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, some people recognize me on the street for sure, but I am not in the um, top 10 popular, most popular. Okay, but do you, I mean, um, do, do, is it, would that be important to you to be ranked higher? Not that much. 
Um, what's what's how 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 how's it being a porn actress and a sex symbol? How does that make you feel as a woman? Because there are questions around the industry, and I think we we were talking just before we started recording about how. Um, the kind of go-to story about porn actresses is that they're all unhappy. They all had terrible upbringing. They're being yeah. abused or, or whatever it is. What, what's the reality? Uh, so it's a good, it's a good feeling um, to be desired. Um, but actually I'm not, not an extrovert. I'm more like an introvert who likes to read a book and just, sit and do a drawing for five hours mm -hmm. so for me as we mentioned um, uh, the rating is not um, it doesn't really matter and also when I shoot a movie I'm often often focusing on like my pleasure that oh I'm having fun right now and I almost never think about like oh this is something when what other people are gonna watch later and also when I do a live show, like for feature dancing in a club, I'm super, super nervous. What, sorry, what, what's that, the, the live aspect of it? I haven't heard of that before. Hmm? What do you mean the live show? What, what do you mean by that? Live show is going to a club and, and do a striptease or a live show, like a vibrator show or lesbian show. Then, so I'm not an extrovert, mm -hmm. so I'm super nervous when a lot of people is watching me. But when I'm shooting a movie, I manage to forget that and you just enjoy out. having sex. Yeah. So what is it? Is would you say the vast majority of the sex that you have on film um, is enjoyable? Mm, I would say half half. Mm. What What does it depend on? Uh, it's depend on the circumstances. So because I entered the in, when I entered the industry, I did it for the excitement that I I want to try. I have been always in a porn fan, and since I was a teenager, I was uh, watching porn. So I was I was really curious how is to have sex with a black man, how is to have an orgy has to have sex with a beautiful woman so so i entered because of this was my passion and i wanted to try and every time i have a shooting in the morning i wake up with the attitude like something amazing is going to happen so i have a really positive attitude and i always try to make the most fun out of the shoot okay and sometimes the director is nice and respectful and the actor or actress is nice and fun and the whole crew and other times the crew and the actor is not that fun. So it's um, and also sometimes you are more horny and other times you are less. So it depends on a lot of things. Yeah, completely normal like anybody, right? It's sometimes yeah. you're into it, sometimes you're yeah, not. Yeah, like I'm not a robot. Of course. And then no, none, no, none, none of you know, no one is an emotion and yeah. um, and 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 having a connection with someone, I guess, is impo is as important when you're shooting porn or, or just having a normal relationship. Um. So, what? So having sex in front of a camera isn't something that that people would typically do. How how did you? How long did it take to get comfortable with it? Like, so you now can separate the process of making a film with what you're actually doing. But did, did it take a long while for you to get comfortable? Uh, yeah, it took, it took time. I was super nervous on the first like five shoots. And it's always, um, sometimes the minimum amount of people on set is one and it can be up to 10 or, or maybe 15 people. So the one person is when it's a, small production for example uh, a famous actor like like james dean or or somebody like him and he's the actor director and i just do my makeup for myself so the more people was in the set i was more nervous in the beginning but 
after some time, um, I get really comfortable. There was there was a funny story. Uh, there was one shoot where I I didn't come while we were shooting, and I was really really horny. And I grabbed the actor guy and I told him he needs. He said, "Oh, I'm, so, I'm in a sorry, rush. Shana, I'm in a rush, so, but sorry, like, Shani, you, you just number. cut out there. <laughs> you uh, so you cut out at a point where you you uh, you grabbed an extra guy." Yeah, I get the, I grab the guy, mm. the actor, and drag him back uh, where we shoot the movie and told him he needs to make me come. And the whole crew was having lunch there. And <laughs> they get so shy, so eventually they left the room to continue their lunch. And I, <laughs> I just pulled back the guy and told him he needs to make me come. And this was kind of like... A, a year after I started shooting. Mm. Uh, did he? Did it work? Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, I told him I only need two minutes, and you can go pick up your car or whatever. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, so there's a perception about pe- people working in the industry that you can't be happy. What What's the reality for for most people working in the industry? Um. Uh, sorry, what was the question? Well, you you mentioned about um, you know the the rea- reality of the. You mentioned you wanted to talk about the to, to go in some way to changing the perception of what adult workers are and how people view them, and um, I, I guess I'm asking is the the vast majority of people, especially the women in in the porn industry, are they are they happy? Would you say? Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Uh, I think the majority is not. Hmm. What, what? Why would that be? Um. Oh, you asked so many questions. Let me let me answer you the first one. So, so the mainstream porn and media is like try to portray people in porn, especially women, as naive, submissive, or if you flash a hundred uh, euro note, then we are willing to do absolutely anything. And there are so many stories about uh, porn actress and actor- actors and actresses that we, we are all coming from a really bad family. We have been abused. Uh, we have been beaten. We have psychological problem or we do it just to finance uh, drug habits or alcohol. And some people are like this, but not everybody, but people are hungry for tragedies and sad stories yeah so the real so i think porn doesn't make anybody unhappy i think some people who come to shoot porn they were already unhappy before or had some problems mm. so, so not it's not porn is the is the bad factor what makes people unhappy yeah, they're, they're like 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 anybody else that people have issues and 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 that perhaps that uh, being in that scenario or situation might exacerbate or make worse some some of the ill feeling that people have inside. But you're saying that as an industry, um, uh, would you say porn stars are taken care of? Uh, are they you know treated well? Do you feel like you've been treated well over the last four years? I have mixed feelings. I have super good memory and I have some neutral ones and some bad ones, but even the bad ones, they were never very, very bad. Mm. Like I joined porn, not uh, for the money. For me first, it was an adventure 
and and I wanted to have an extraordinary lifestyle where I can travel to nice places, meet nice people and just sexually be free and able to try some things. So before my first shoot, I I had a discussion with my agent and I told her that um, what I want to do and what I don't want to do. And my philosophy was that I would do anything on camera, what I'm comfortable doing already in my private life or to try things I always wanted to do, but in real life is hard. So I never really had a bad shooting. I just, I know my limits and I know what I want to do. And um, I was never pressured to do something what I'm not comfortable doing. And other people who are not really um, careful with money, some people, you know, this is a quick money. Mm. And, you know, this thing, easy come, easy go. Mm. The people make money, spend it fast. And after they are pressured to do things that they are not comfortable doing. And that's a really bad cycle. Mm. So the more, so they feel bad about doing that and they need more, more drugs or alcohol. It's a cycle. Yeah. Um, so how, how how do you feel like free porn sites like Pornhub and any of the others? There's tons out there, right? How is that? Do you feel that's impacted your your, the, your career and, and your ability to earn money? Uh, so for me, um, it actually didn't change anything because... I entered four years ago, and four years ago, Pornhub and other free sites already um, took over. Mm. But I remember in the beginning when I started shooting, people who have been in porn for like 10, 20 years, they all tell me a story that how, like, oh, I shouldn't have started shooting now because 10, 20 years, it was amazing. The budget was so much bigger. They were shooting in exotic locations and and there were big stars and you just uh, you can also make extra money with uh, touring and signing DVDs, feature dancing. And right now there is um, there is a high demand for new faces. So for one company, maybe you can shoot two or three times. But after they don't want you anymore, they want a new face always, even if that person is not prettier or more popular than you. And because of free porn, the budget is lower. So you get less work um, for smaller money. And also you feature dancing is not that big anymore because... Um, porn stars are not as big stars as they were because there's just so many people. Mm. Um, I listened to a podcast, not sure if you heard of it, by a journalist called John Ronson. It was called The Butterfly Effect. Um, and that, that was about the impact of free porn on, on the industry. But there was something that was always stuck out to me. It says there was, they, they spoke about a woman, a, a woman said it would be easier to uh it's easier for a woman to be cast if you look young very young or you look more mature but that's the pretty girls in the middle find it harder to find work is that is that a fair thing to say um it's not fair but what is fair in life uh is it is it accurate <laughs> accurate though um it is, but also, let's see, like, mainstream active, act, acting. Like, if you don't have a certain look, you, you're you not going to get the role. Like, if there is a, you want to play a beautiful bombshell in a movie, but if you are a 40-year-old man, <laughs> you cannot. Also, if you want to be a fashion model and walk on the catwalk, but if you are five feet tall... Mm. 
you can now. So in, in porn, we also have these roles and categories, what is more popular than other. And yeah, that's a um, teen or myth. Yeah. And when I was, um, when I started shooting, I was also already almost 24 years old. And because I'm natural, I don't have any implants or fake hair, fake boobs. Uh, so automatically I was a teen. Okay. And even if you are like younger than me, I know people who were 22 when they started, but they had big boobs. So they were automatically casted as MILFs. And I also have a friend who is super tiny. She's a pocket edition. And she's 36 year old and she still plays teen. What what do you mean a pocket edition? She's tiny. She's a. She's tiny, yeah. Small woman. Tiny, big blue eyes and blonde hair. Um, uh, But she still gets casted as a teen because of her size. Yes, so it's not defined by the age. It's more like a character. Okay. Um, what what's the opinion your opinion of men through the that you've worked with through the industry? What did it change your opinion of men, or is it the same, or not? Or do you know how, how do you feel about men having worked in the porn industry for as long as you have? Um, it's mixed. I had. Um, good experience and bad experience. Um, there are some macho men who they are men because they are peeing while they are standing and they are super macho if they can come on girls' faces. Mm. And I also meet some super nice people who are really um, respectful and always um, ask the girls how they feel, do they want to have breaks. So probably similar to men you'd meet anywhere, regardless of whether yeah. you know, not much changes, I guess. Um, so so how how easy is it to make money? Like you know, what what are how, how does a woman like you make make money? What do you is it just purely sh- 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 for shooting, or is it? Do you do what? What else do you do? Um. So because we previously talked about um, that the budget is is going down, uh, but there is a negative aspect of the free porn on the internet, but also we can use it as an advantage, like producing um, your own movies and like upload to sites like Pornhub and promote yourself. Okay, so you and use... use your social media as to promote other people and take money for that um oh yes so you're an influencer so someone would because of your following they would give you money to promote uh something like a a, a service or a uh a product or something yeah so it's also a side effect of the internet appeared with the free sites mm. so you can that's one way you can uh make content and sell it on previous on different platforms you can do webcaming feature dancing but i think um the most money is with escorting okay so this is something you mentioned before do a lot of women that work in the industry end up escorting i think so and are these people that are fans of you already and they contact you to to experience you uh, yeah. Okay. So nowadays you have to do something else besides porn because you can't, it's like a hobby. You cannot make a living just from porn. You can't make enough money just by shooting? No. How much How much might a, an actress earn typically in a year just from porn? Oh, it's really hard to answer that. Um, it also depends if you are in Europe or America, because in America you make almost a double mm. with one shoot. But at the same time, you have a lot of expenses, like 10 or 15 percent goes directly to your agent and you, of course, pay tax. Mm. Um, and also it depends if you 
if it's your first year or second year, because some girls, they maybe have work for three months and after nobody calls them because they are not fit to the popular um, categories like teen or MILF mm. or they're just not good at acting. So it can be like really different. Yeah. And also, uh, what are you willing to do? Because when I entered, I I told my agent what I would do and I would not do. But if you are willing to do all the categories, mm. then you make more money. But the the, the you have to do things that are more extreme, I guess. Yeah, I was not a big fan of extreme. So when I entered, I decided not to do anal, mm -hmm. for example, for at least a while. But I know people whose first scene was doing double anal. Wow. That seems... And it could work for some people now. I think there is no man on earth who don't know who is Tasha Gray. Yeah. She's just so popular and she she just did everything. I think her first scene was a gangbang. And it totally worked for her. But usually, generally, the um, height goes if if you do a hard scene, mm. then people feel like they have seen everything. And for other websites who are more natural and soft, they mm. don't want to hire you. So there are some, some... So it can be really tricky how much people make in one year. Yeah, it's impossible to answer, basically. Yeah, because I think the statistic is from 10 girls, 9 stops within the first year. It can, sometimes they just stop after the first shoot. Mm. Um, so one, another way that, that, that you can make money, um, and this is actually, there is a, some symbiosis between us two now, because one of the ways I make money is by producing content for, that people can pay for. Um, and you do the same thing, don't you, through um, OnlyFans? Yeah. How did how did OnlyFans give power to 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 you and other adult workers? It's it's I consider OnlyFans as a revolution. Like like for example, there were the prostitutes standing on the street and they need a pimp. When to internet appeared and. Now they can just watch Netflix while they are answering emails. Mm. It's the same, it's the same uh, with OnlyFans because right now at the age of almost 28, I don't need to be a teen anymore. Mm. I, don't, I don't need to do any more ponytails and stuff. Mm. Um, so I can just be anybody who I want to be and I, I'm not pressured to do scenes when where i don't feel comfortable with and in mainstream porn they pressure you to be um to fit to the stereotype of course because that's what they think they need to sell and they, they think that the audience yeah. wants but with yeah own, and own... i kind of get bored shooting the 101 movie where i have sex with my stepbrother or stepdad <laughs> and Right now, they appreciate um, individuality and personality. So you can be a plus-size model, you can be super skinny, tall, short, uh, you can be bold or all tattooed up. Everybody has a market mm. and followers. And you can, and, and I think what's incredible about it, and I, I truly do think the um fans only and things like patreon and these these uh, platforms that exist in order for you to connect with your audience in the way that i try to as well um the audience doesn't have to be massive it doesn't have to be huge but they have to be into what you're doing and, and the work that you're creating and you can create bespoke stuff for for that for those audience to yeah those and audiences. I, but i feel like you can really engage with your followers yeah so it's, uh, these platforms allow you to have like a one-on-one -on -one conversation or have um, a live show. Mm. It's really nice. And it, a lot of time they ask me to do customs. Yeah, I've heard so about this. What, explain what, what customs is. 
customs is when I just uh, make photos or videos only for one person and that person can tell me what they would like to see. Mm. I remember listening to a podcast, uh, this, I think it was the Butterfly Effect and some of these uh, uh, production companies were making very unique custom videos to serve very, one client. Uh, and and the, what they would ask to do, not nothing um, strange or degrading, but just very unique to that particular taste. I think one guy had a stamp collection mm -hmm. that uh, he wanted two girls to set fire to and stamp on, and that was that was that was the video. That was they filmed it and they sent it to him, and that was that. Yeah, it's it's crazy being in the adult industry for almost like five years. I. I always think like I have seen everything, but right now I'm just, there is one list on my to-do list and this person asked me to take one picture of my left arm where I having a bracelet and use flash to take the picture. And <laughs> just, just your left arm. I have, I have never heard something like this. Just a simple picture, take a picture of my arm and I should wear a bracelet and take the picture with flash. I would absolutely love to talk to that man. Just, just to, because like, because what, what you find attractive, if you, if you go into the very nuances of who you are and who I am and who everybody is and what titillates you and what arouses you, it comes from a, a something else, yeah? It comes from your formative years or something that's happened in the past that keeps reoccurring in your brain. And for some reason, your right arm with uh, a bracelet and and flash photography is what what does it for him and that's fine right yeah it's all good i am i'm super open-minded i have transsexual friends gay friends straight friends um it's really colorful my philosophy is like till you don't hurt somebody with what you are doing then it's all fine yeah i would agree I was just surprised because it's such an unusual uh, request, but it's just so easy to make, so I, I don't have any problem with it. No, you don't have to take clothes off. You can just literally... Yeah. The biggest surprise when I entered is how many people love feet. Really? So it's it's the most common fetish. Feet? I mean, yeah, I'm aware of the... it's also like mainstream websites shoot a lot of feet stuff. I'm aware of the fetish. I, I mean, I'm, I can't say it does anything for me, but the I, I, I'm, I've seen that. Yeah, I, I know that it exists. So you you found that that's really common for you for the, the request that you've had. Yes, and it's especially funny because I don't. I would have never thought I have a sexy feet. <laughs> I have a. I'm a big girl. I am. I am 175 centimeter. That's like five five ten maybe in your measurement yeah that's tall for a girl yeah so also i'm a big girl with big feet and my feet is 41 what would be size uh, 10 to... 10 maybe wow size 10 yeah so i always thought like a, a pretty feet is like very small but i had so much requests shooting uh, feed stuff before wow. also customs and mainstream porn well, that is that is uh that, i mean surprising but you know it's like you say it's, it's it depends on the whims of each person really so it's not really um you know what you think you, you can't yeah. really sometimes i go out on the street in the summer and i'm guessing like more people look at my cleavage or more people look at my legs my feet well, and that's what that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. I guess maybe it's fifty-fifty. Yeah, maybe. Just funny to think about it that generally you would you would think like people are looking at your cleavage or ass. Yeah. But maybe from hundred percent, forty percent is looking just the feet. Seeming, I mean, it could it could well be the case. You should maybe do a survey. Ask your uh, ask the people that subscribe. Yeah, I do sometimes surveys. Do you? What what what, what do you ask in those questions? Um, the, what they would like to see on my OnlyFans, 
or how they find me, what do they like to watch, this okay. kind of stuff. Where are they from? How old are they? And does that range? Range is it? Is it varied? How old are they? And and where are they from? Would you? Would it, is it all ages? I think all ages. So you Well, found... there was one funny story how one man find me. He he told me that his son, who is just twelve years old, borrowed his phone, and and that kid was watching porn on his phone. <laughs> And then when he got back his phone and checked the history, he saw m- one of my videos. And since then, he follows me. <laughs> so so there are so many funny stories. Yeah. <laughs> it stays in family. <laughs> what, uh, what is, how, how do people find you on OnlyFans if they want to? Uh, it's onlyfans.com slash Shona River. Uh, it's S-H-O-N-A-R-I-V-E-R, isn't it? Yes, and I'm hoping you also tag me, so just to make it a little bit easier for them. We will do, don't and worry. And this is my, my name on every social media. I have Instagram and Twitter, and right now I started Reddit, but it's like a different universe. I have no idea what's going on it's there. It's a strange place, a strange place. Where <laughs> it's strange et- etiquette that I never understand. But, um, so... so um, what 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 do you what do you plan to do in the future? Is it something that you move just to OnlyFans? Are you going to move out of the industry completely? Do you think much about your future? So right now I'm, I'm super happy with being a companion and doing OnlyFans. Uh, recently I stopped shooting mainstream movies because I felt like I did everything on my list. I had sex with beautiful women, I had sex with nice black men, I had nice orgies, mm. so I ticked everything. And right now I'm focusing on uh, being a companion and create my own content. And I'm also really interested in sexual education. Okay. Well- because I remember when I was, uh, when I was a child, Parents, usually, they just don't talk to the kids about this because it's so uncomfortable. Mm. So they would rather let the kids watch porn at it's... early age. But I don't think it's really good because there is no filter on it. Without somebody telling them what they should do and how things work, I don't think it's a good idea for young kids to watch porn unsupervised. No, it's definitely not a great way to learn about intimacy between two people um, and when you're so young where you don't really understand the world in any way. And what you're watching, it, it's, it is, it's probably a, it's a very unhealthy way to learn about intimacy between two people and, yeah. and love. And I, yeah, sorry, sorry to okay. cut you. And I also think like the parents think like, oh, okay, they might be learning this in school. But also school is not really a good source because you can just uh, learn from your friends who also don't know absolutely anything about it. Mm. And I remember my personal experience was there was a 60-year-old woman who looked like he haven't had sex in the last 20 years. Mm. Uh, talking about sex, but only only about um, how to prevent pregnancy and about the sexual disease. So the message is like, don't have sex because sex kills mm. or you may get pregnant. Which is, uh, I mean, it's the completely wrong way to start these conversations, isn't it? It's just, it should be start with it's, it, it being a wonderful thing yeah. and it's an amazing way to connect with each other. And uh, that should be the starting point, not you're going to die or have a baby. Yeah. So right now I do it in my uh, small circle because my friend thinks I'm an expert and they always ask my advice mm. how to do certain things, what they are not familiar with. And I would like to extend this and especially... Um, talk with kids about it because they they need the most help definitely i think that's a wonderful thing uh shona i think that that is um uh, a a refreshing way and a good way to end this podcast because uh i I mean for uh, sexual education in the uk has been 
I mean, I'm 38, so hopefully it's changed somewhat. And I'm a little bit surprised because you're, how old are you now? Sorry, 28. Mm-hmm. So, Almost, yeah. Uh, so in, whether it's in Hungary or, or the UK, it seems that the, the schools are educating in the same way. And, you know, boys especially and, you know, young girls are going on Pornhub and trying to figure out what sex is that way. And I think um, coming from someone who has, has worked in the industry and understands her body and, and what being intimate and having sex is, um, I can't think of anyone better to have that conversation with young people. And they'll listen to you as well because, wow, it's a porn star talking to me. And so, yeah, be cool. <laughs> well, please, let, let I want to stay in touch, Shona, because obviously these, these podcasts are going to be released um, on the, to the wider audience. But at the moment, they're, they're sitting behind a, a paywall. But um, yeah, we'll stay in touch and um, I'll make sure to uh, promote your OnlyFans for you in case anybody else wants to find more about Shona River. Uh, and thank you very much for giving us your time. Uh, thank you so and thanks for having me. Uh, absolute pleasure. Thank you, Shana. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye.